Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being sponsored by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening to everyone that's tuned in tonight. God bless you. It is my prayer that it will be something said that can enlighten you uh, with more information about ourselves, about the origin of mankind. Also, uh, make some the necessary corrections that for so long has been perpetrated the misinformation, the miseducation of the Negro, as uh, Carter G. Woodson would say. But there's so many misinformation that have been given to us. It was a reason why they didn't want you, uh, as African Americans, there's different reasons why people of uh, other races, Europeans, didn't want you to learn to read, because once you find out who you are, it's hard to enslave an educated person. It's hard to educate a person who know who they are and where they're from and have knowledge of themselves. When you find a person with knowledge, with good comprehension, it's hard to enslave that person. So I would like to start off tonight by saying God bless each and every one and that I want to start off with some things about first I go to the origin of man and I would give us something brief on the Bible but then uh, we're going to do something just a little different tonight there are different things that that people who are who are speaking out and saying different things about Christianity um, and what some may have found some flaws in not the Bible but uh, the way it's been taught, it hasn't been taught. It's been taught from a Euro century. And that's what I'm saying is uh, those Caucasians from Europe have made everyone in the Bible become Caucasian. And that's, that's so far from the truth. It's from the East. It's from the West. They were not Caucasian. Even today, they have those so-called Jews and they are Caucasian, and that's far from being the truth. So we're going to learn a little something tonight, and it's my prayer that as I, I give you some information, and I pray that you have your your pencil or ink pen with you that you can take notes because I'm a person like this. What I say, you could go behind me and look it up, and it's just not from um, that uh, African-American perspective and I pray that we have some Caucasian uh, 
whites that are, are tuned in because it's time that school didn't teach them the truth. Their parents and ancestors have lied for so many years. It's time that we all find out the truth. Matter of fact, they in, the, in America today, they, they want to teach real history, but uh, our Congress and the, those in the uh, Senate and the House and many others around the country upset saying that the white kids would have a, you know, think less of themselves if the real history is taught. Never thinking about the negativity, not telling the truth about slavery, not telling the truth about the inventions and all the things that just not uh, African Americans or blacks uh, invented or discovered. Are uh, 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 the great civilizations that uh, that these Africans and, and blacks have came from, and uh, the only person you hear about is someone who Caucasian, who may have just did a very little to uh, enlighten the world from that perspective. But nevertheless, uh, things are not really taught, and you know. It was a statement in the Bible when uh, David committed adultery with Bathsheba. And uh, I'm just using this as an analogy to to, 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 to just kind of exhort African-Americans. And when he gave the analogy, he gave that analogy of uh, like a man had a thousand sheep and one had one sheep, and it was his pet. It was a ewe lamb. And the Bible declared that that one sheep slept in the bed with the man. And it was a, a, a Hebrew or Israelite, uh, cust- they were customary if a traveler passed through, they was to be hospitable to them and show them hospitality. So the wayfaring man passed through and he stopped and he was living with the man with a thousand sheep. The man with the thousand sheep went over to the poor man's house and stole the one ewe lamb was his pet. It wasn't for consumption. It wasn't for food. And he cooked him and he ate him. And uh, Nathan came to David and told David about that story, about what that rich man did and took that man only ewe lamb and killed that lamb. And David said that the man that 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 did that should surely die. And they, they, Nathan told David, you are that man. I want to tell African Americans, when you read the origin of mankind, I want to tell you that dark skin you have, those brown eyes you have, that woolly hair that you have, you are that man that God first made. And I'm going to prove it to you by anthropology through genetics, and even in my biblical teachings, I'm going to prove it to you. Okay, now we're going to first go through anthropology. Uh, we're just going to do through anthropology, and I'll do a little something of pertaining to the Garden of Eden. And so we're going to look at things. In anthropology, you go back, and I'm I'm not going to go back 100,000, 500,000 years. We're going to go back in the millions of years. And as we go back to the millions of years, we're going to go back 3.18 million years. 
and find out what Don Johansson and Tom Gray on Earth as they were looking for rocks. Now, they call this partial skeletal remain, they call her Lucy. It's called Australopithecus, if you want to look it up. The fossil skeleton was found in Ethiopia in Africa in 1974, and it became a household name. And the reason they named the skeletal remain Lucy, because at that time, those who have a little age, you can look it up. The Beatles had a record out talking about a lady named Lucy. Now, they found this skeleton, and it's called Australopithecus. Now, this is not African-Americans or black, whoever did this. This is, again, Don Johansson and Tom Gray, who discovered it and discovered it in Africa, and the name is called Australopithecus. Mankind was here 3.18 million years ago instead of 3 million 180,000 years ago. Now, and it even goes further. <clears throat> There's a couple <clears throat> that was searching for fossils, and notice what all the time when they're looking for the oldest fossil or the origin of mankind. Now, I want you to follow me close because I'm going to tie this in with the Bible because you may think, well, that's not what the Bible says. Now, listen at me closely. Now, there's a couple that was looking. They were a British paleontologists, and uh, they uh, were digging. It's called Mary Douglas Lucy and Louis Leakey. I mean, not Louis. It's Mary Douglas Leakey and Louis Leakey, Professor Leakey. And and now and they found a fossil called Procouncil Skull. Now this was a, a extinct ape, which some believe was a ancestor to human. And she discovered she also she discovered a robust what they call Zenzanthropus skull in the Od Gorge. That's in Tanzania in East Africa. Now. That term, uh, when you look up Zenzanthropus, uh, Zenzanthropy, it speaks of, of East Africa. And several uh, archaeologists and anthropological uh, fossils were found of an ancestral ape, but they also found human fossils in there while excavating in the Old Gorge. Now, this went back to about two, a little over two million years ago. So when you're looking up Zenzanthropy, or Zenzanthropus, excuse me, uh, Zenzanthropy, that's 30, and Australopithecus, you're looking back at mankind into the thousands of, I mean, millions of years. And, and it's, it's very important that we find and this was found in 1960 in the Odeve Gorge. It's around Tanzania. And, and, and we need to understand, all this is being found in Africa. Would You never hear them looking for the oldest fossils in Europe and everything because they know the krill of civilization comes from Africa. And we go, I'm going to prove this through the best uh, 
through our, our geneticists too. I'm gonna these are not black geneticists or uh, uh anthropologists and anthro me man and apologists to study. It's the origin of man or the study of mankind. Where did man begin? That's when I started talking about anthropology. Anthro is 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 a Greek word for man. Apology is to study just like biology. Okay. Uh so now, when we get ready to look at things, then you want to go into different other forms. You want to find where did man come from? How can we trace it? Now, DNA have come up, and DNA could tell you who is your relative. They got Ancestry.com that could go back and tell you what white person, because I have several white individuals being if from Louisiana, and I'm dark-skinned, uh, I'm not, not a light-skinned person. I'm not super dark, but uh, you wouldn't, I wouldn't think that I would be related to a, a, a Caucasian, but I have many in there, and much of it's in my bloodline. They say from 9 to 11 percent, uh, that, that's, that's Western uh, European. Uh, now, now, listen at this, and I want you, if... if, if uh, and I pray that there are some Caucasians that are listening, because I want you to look it up, too. If we would trace our mitochondria uh, inherited uh, maternal, our maternal inherited mitochondria DNA, the mitochondria within ourselves all humans have a theoretical common ancestor. Dealing with having, we all come from the same person. Now, we all have this theoretical common ancestor, and it was a woman. This woman is known as mitochondria Eve. Now, I know that sounds sound, sound something to you because, you know, we study our Bible, and it talks about Adam and Eve. Now, it's, it's, it's noted that mitochondria Eve lived between uh, 100 to 200,000 years ago, and as well, she was from South Africa. And she wasn't not the first human, but every other female lineage eventually had no female offspring. And, and, and that means that they were failing to pass on the mitochondria DNA. And a result, Listen at this closely. As a result, all humans today can trace their mitochondria DNA back to mitochondria Eve. Within her DNA and that of her peers exists all the genetic variation we see in the contemporary human since 200,000 years ago. Every human being carries her mitochondria DNA cell. She was the maternal, the motherly line of all everybody on earth today. Now, it talks about different populations of humans that we have drifted for apart genetically. We look different through mutation from distinct ethnic groups that we see today. And we're going to get into genetics, and I explain to you about drifting apart, and, and we will look at Professor uh, uh, Leakey as he, he discussed those things about going far apart and how we drifted apart and 
why we look different and things like that. And and we that Professor Leakey will discuss that. We're looking at that with Professor Leakey. But before we go any further with that, that was a man that 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 uh, who died about three hundred and fifteen years before Christ. So that'll be like twenty three, maybe twenty three, two thousand three hundred and fifteen years BC, uh, three fifteen BC in southern Africa. Now this man that died is the closest relative yet. Now notice again in Africa, is the closest relative yet known to the humanity of the female ancestor of mitochondria Eve. Now, they know that this man was a fisherman, that he lived on the coast in Africa, and he is the closest genetic match to Eve. Now, they found uh, his skeletal remains at what they call St. Helen Bay. St. Helen Bay is in South Africa, and they found the skeletal remains of this man by he was found by an archaeologist named Andrew Smith at the University of Cape Town. He was the first ancestral human sub Saharan from this is the cradle of humanity to have him uh DNA subsequented. Now it it, it it's something that we need to really, really study and this is why we was that we no one wanted us to study as African Americans because as Africans are either as uh, we may have found out that that we were really that we were Hebrews because and I'm going to give you something dealing with that and then we're going to move on because there's some very important questions that need to be answered about Christianity today because of the Eurocentric nature of teaching and the lies that have been placed upon us. Now, now, if you ever get an opportunity to look up the name Gregoire Mender, and that's G-R-E-G-O-R, Gregoire Mender, M-E-N-D-E-L, he's called the father of genetics. And he talks about dealing with that, the inheritance involving the passing of discrete units of inheritance our genes from parent to parent, from offspring to offspring. He even did experience with plants to find out different things. But Mendel came up with something. Mendel came up that black or brown skin come from a dominant gene. Brown eyes come from a dominant gene. Light skin come from a recessive gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive <clears throat> gene. What are you saying? Recessive means lower and dominant means superior. He said that dark skin is superior, brown eyes is superior. So, I mean, not superior, but he used the term dominant. But if you look up the word dominant, they tell you superior. Now, he said light skin is recessive. And blue eyes come from recessive genes, and that means lower. So this is something. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. You could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. 
What are you saying, Dr. Kemp? All I'm saying is you could take two of the darkest individuals in the world. They come from uh, a certain village in the Sudan. And they could mate and they could come together and they could procreate a child. And that child could come out albino with a lack of melanin and be the color of a white person. Even today, their real dark-skinned kid come out with light blue eye because of recessive genes in them. Uh, blacks have all kind of genes inside of them. And we're going to go go to a, to a, a little bit. I'm going to explain some more of this to you. Now, you have to understand that mankind was in Africa. Mankind left Africa first what they call you. If you ever look it up, look up out of Africa. And that was some 70,000 years ago. And we'll find out that 70,000 years ago that after modern human had established themselves in Africa, smaller population branches out to establish foothold in Asia. <laughs> and then they tell you they went east to Europe and then west over here to the Americas. Now, they call uh, Asia over where the Muslim countries, uh, uh, Iran, Iraq, uh, Syria, Lebanon, uh, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and all these, they call this, they call it today Eurasia. But once it was really no more than North Africa before the Great Deluge. So some 70,000 years ago is when mankind left out of Africa. And I, 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 want, I want to explain something to you about leaving out of Africa. And I know you want to say, well, well, uh, Dr. Kemp, you don't make sense because you're not telling me and uh, you need to do a little reading and research after I explain this to you. They look different from us, and not really. Recently, they had, I'm trying to, I have to get this lady's name. I, God knows I've forgotten her name. But she made a statement. She said she's a Caucasian, a white lady, and she said until white folk understand, until we understand that we are only a faded image of you. Told, I told that to a black lady, that whites are no more than a faded image of you because she know that you could get the, uh, the, the, the recessive from the dominant, but you can't make a white lady and a white man cannot produce a thoroughbred person, a purebred human being, which would come out dark skin. Now, Mendo, I told you Greg Wall Mendo talks about uh, – about the genes and stuff, and about the he about uh, the dominant gene. But Menda also had three laws. He had the law of independent assortment. If you assort something and put certain types together, that's called independently assorting themselves. Whites left when they left. Some people stopped in in Asia. Some left later on. They said that. When whites were, when what they call Europe today, when the people went up in Europe, it was about 40,000 years ago. That's why they so far, was so far behind Africa and Asia Minor and technology and everything else. Things that came were stolen. Now, listen at me closely. Then it's the law of dominance. 
And I explained that to you. The law of dominance is you could get the dominant, the, the dominant genes will always go forward. In, in America, they had, a, they had a 30 second law. If you got one 30 second ounce of black blood, you black. Because somewhere down the line, if you have a child, that child's going to come up with a very, and that person could be white. That that white person going to come up with a black child in them because it, it's in them, and that gene is stronger than their gene because they have a recession, but they got a dominant gene that's lingering inside of them. Now, listen to what I'm about to tell you. And the, the law of dominance, the law of dominance, and I told you you could get you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you cannot get the, the, the dominant from the recessive. You know, whenever you get a chance to, you compare a white person, a European, with a black albino. The hair may, texture might be different. Sometimes the hair texture is a little different. Both of them suffer with the same thing. is a lack of melanin. They don't have any color because... It's a lack of melanin. I'm going to explain that to you. And the last one is the law of segregation, what, what men to talk about. If you take a race of people, just like when you go to China or Japan, all the people look alike because they, that's the way they live. You don't have high, and, and in Russia too, you don't have many blacks in Russia. You don't have many blacks in China and other places like that. So all the people look the same, North Korea. They all look the same, and that's called the law of segregation. They've segregated themselves to a certain part, a certain area of the world, and they look alike. Every now and then, something is going to come up because you could get to see that, that gene that lays dominant will come. I'm reminded of the fact ever so often, uh, if you ever – get a chance to take a penny, it's copper, it looks brown, but it's a brown, it's red, it's like brown. And then I want you to to, to speak to your uh, Google, why is an Indian called, the Indian color called as an Indian, like an Indian, a copper penny? And you'll find out how when the American settlers came here, they found brown people. They found brown people, and that's why that copper like a penny come from copper or brownish red. You could take that penny and put it by your skin color if you're African-American, and you could see what I'm talking about. Now on television, they came and they killed off most of the Indians. I don't think it's three million, total three million million are not Indian but Native Americans in America today. That's what you call not not a pandemic but a genocide. When a, a, a group of savages come somewhere and kill millions, I'm I, you talking about a Holocaust? A Holocaust is, is was bad with seven million, but when you talk about what they did to the indigenous people, might have been seventy million people might have died during that time. Either they starved them or killed them, men, women, and children, and then through the Middle Passage capturing the, the 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 Africans from Africa on the homeland. They killed some. Some died during the chase. Some died during the Middle Passage. The Atlantic Ocean is littered with the body 
of Africans that were being brought to America, and then so many millions died of disease and was worked to death and were killed, lynched, hanged, and burned. Right in America, it will by far pass the Holocaust. But but uh, for some reason, the access never did. They don't want us to talk about it. Now, I said I was going to tell you, I, I brought to you about the genetics and how you could get the dominant from the, the recessive. You could get the uh, recessive from the dominant, but you cannot get the dominant from the recessive. I'm trying to tell you how it goes for a Caucasian to come into being. Now, if you do some research and you'll find out what a mutation, right now we're going through something uh, in the world because it's a pandemic. We have COVID-19, but it mutated. It's still like the same virus, but it's even more 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 contagious. But it's just like COVID nineteen, but it's a more contagious form of COVID nineteen that spread. It went through a mutation, okay? Now this is what I want you to understand. White folk went through a mutation and that's why they look different. But I, before I say that, I want you to Look at pictures of Africans, or if you meet people from Africa, which is, Africa is the continent. Africa is about 64 different nations, all over Africa, different ones. But uh, if you look at the ones that mainly from the eastern part, they have printed nose. Some have straight hair, some have curly hair, some are dark, some are brown. And they appear of pure descent of Africa. All Africans are not black as tall or uh, anything like that. And, and their texture has different. They look different. Uh, now, I, what I want to know, what I want you to say, but that word mutation, and that's what they said, that this variant of uh, the variant of, of uh, COVID-19 is the Delta variant, okay, now, I want you to understand that man went through a mutation. Now, when, when it said that man went through, mankind went through a mutation coming out of Africa, and people are looking like African-Americans because they're no more than a faded or bleached image of, of an African. Because they know that the cradle of civilization came through Africa, and I'm going to use the Bible to prove it to you. Now, a mutation, if you look it up, the word mutation is a change of a structure of genes resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generations caused by alteration of a single base unit of DNA depletion, insertion, or rearrangement of large sections of gene. Notice what it says. A variation, a variant, they talked about about COVID-19, uh, the variant, uh, about the, that variant, that Delta variant, just the same. They say only it's just a subsequent, it passed back, it may be transmitted from uh, the Africans, uh, this variant, they lost different, they were depleted of different things. They say caused by alteration of a single base unit of DNA or deletion. What other deletion is? The deletion of melanin. The lack of melanin caused them 
to fade or they went through DNA and then say in the assertion of rearrangement of a large section of gene. It's mainly melanin and things and, and different vitamins and the lack of sunlight and other things. Now, now listen to what this say. And if you read it, it's going to tell you this. A mutation is ultimately, and this would just break it down to you, is ultimately the only way in which new variation enters a species. A mutation is the only way we have people that look different, that are different. That's all it is. A variant is a form or version of something that differ in some respect from other forms of the same thing or same standard. A variant, whites are only a variant of a black person. You're only a faded image of a black person because you came from Africa too. A variant, if you look up the definition, a variant is a form or a version of something that differs in some respect from another form of the same thing or from the same standard. Now, 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 let, 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 me, let me teach you something. If you would go to the book of Genesis and how they say, and, and the Bible says that the Lord created man from the dust of the earth and breathing into his nostrils, and man became uh, a living soul. And the Bible says that God uh, put his garden in the east and, 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 and things like that. But now I want you to know I've never seen no white dirt. I've never seen white dirt, and I've always heard that when white people die, they turn purplish real dark. But the Bible says, from dust thou art, and if you go to a graveyard, you're going to see white dirt in, in, in the box which you bury them in. From dust thou art, dust thou shall return. <laughs> now, 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 I'm, I'm still getting to my point. My point is, they said that God planted man and a woman in the garden. And the Bible declared that in the garden was one river that divided into four rivers. And the first river was the Guyon River. Now, if you look it up and you study theology, you'll find out that these whites have to admit that the Guyon River is the Nile River. Where is the Nile River? The Nile River is in Africa. And they say it encompassed the land of of uh, Havilah, which is Cush. That means Ethiopia. Cush is Ethiopia. Okay, the word Cush means burnt face. It's Ethiopia. It's in Africa. The next one is the, 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 the Guyon River, and it encompassed the lands of Dejabuti of Somaliland. Encompass means to form like a C-shape, go around it. Now, that you know where Somalia is. That's Africa. Now, they give two other names of river, but you have to understand that before for, for, before the flood, this, the, the, the garden was placed there before the flood. And this is my theory. I know that the land masses were cooked together, and the Nile River had to run straight out and go through maybe the Holy Land and fall through. But then they say it was the Euphrates, And the Hedekia River. Now, the Bible says that the Hedekia ran east and west, 
But today we try to say the Hidika River is the Tigris River. Well, the Tigris River runs parallel to the Euphrates, and that's north and south, so it can't be that. But there is a third river that does spawn down, and it does run to the east. And it's called a Bantu River, and it's in Africa. Now listen what I say. Now the Bible tells you to look up everything that I'm telling you. Look this up if you would like to know. And to make even everything even thing to clear that uh then I want you to take your time and go to Zondervan Bible Dictionary definition of ham. And I want you to pay close attention what Zondervan Bible Dictionary says about ham. I I, I mean when you pay close attention what it says about ham. It's going to tell you something that's very clear, but you need to pay close attention to what it says. Now, it's going to tell you this, and like I say, it's Zondervan Bible Dictionary definition of ham. Now, I want you to, to pay close attention to what I'm about to tell you. When it gives you the definition, it's going to tell you that Ham is the youngest son of Noah. And he 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 was born maybe ninety six years before the flood. And when they tell you he was born about ninety six years before the flood, they're gonna tell you that he is the progenitor of the dark race. The Ethiopians, the Egyptians the Libyans, and the Canaan, the Canaanite. Okay, first of all, they admit that the Egyptians were black. They admit, I mean, the, Egypt, the Ethiopians and the Egyptians. Why do Europeans always show Egyptians as being white? Because they had 44-story buildings 5,000 years ago? And whites might have been living closely in caves at that time. They were just that far behind. Why? And then they say Libya. Below Libya is Timbuktu, the oldest college in books. Then if you go there, they say the land of Canaan is where Jerusalem is. But then if you go to that 10th chapter a little bit further, it talks about Nimrod, where Abraham came from was the land of Nimrod. Now, Abraham could go in Egypt and pass for people of Egyptian like Egyptian. Matter of fact, all the way through the Bible, the children of Israel married Egyptians. And then this is what I want you to read. Japheth left out of the Bible in the 10th or 11th chapter of the book of Genesis, not to return to the Bible until Alexander the Great came over and started conquering, maybe 280 years before Christ, because about 100 and some years before Christ, the Romans came in, but the Greeks was Alexander the Great. So wife left out of the Bible and had over over two plus some, two two thousand some hundred years Hiatus, meaning of being 
They don't have nothing to do with the Bible, okay? For many, many years, they played no part. But for some odd reason, if you will study your Bible, you will find out that Moses was raised, and now you just heard them say that Ham is the progenitor of the dark race, the Egyptian. Well, Moses passed for Pharaoh's son, grandson. Joe, the brother, thought he was the Egyptian. When Jesus went to hide, he hid in uh, Jesus. When he went to hide, Jesus hid, hid in uh, Egypt. That, that's where his parents took him to hide in Egypt. Why? Because they were the same color. They were black. They were black. Okay. Okay. It says, on one say, the youngest son of Ham. I mean, excuse me, it's on uh, compact dictionary. The youngest son of Noah, born probably about 96 years, years before the flood, and one of the eight persons to live through the flood. He became the progenitor of the dark race, and it talks about Ethiopia, uh, Egypt, Libya, and what you call them. But it say, now listen to what it's about going to tell you, but not of the Negroes. And I have some information I'm going to give you about that word Negro and nigger and other things. And see, the word was never to be a negative connotation until the Europeans came up with it. Through the African tongue, I'm going to give you different African tongue that's going to have words that every word that starts with an N was talking about some godly or something that was good. But only when it's used with that negative connotation, when it got to the Greeks and the Romans, and and and, and Latin and to the Latin people. Now that's when it did. Notice what it says. They say, "But Ham is not the progenitor of the Negro." Do you know what that means? That means that the Negro, the people that they call Negroes, are the real Hebrews. And when I was getting my master, I did my dissertation about blacks in the Bible. And I was surprised to find out, I asked what color was the Sumerian people, about 5,000, 3,000, well, about right at 5,000 years ago. And they said that they were ch- chocolate with stoot noses. Chocolate, ah, chocolate is real dark brown skin. Then they say that astute noses mean thick noses. And I'm going like, well, that's where Abraham came from. If he came from that, that's the way he looked. Now, now those are things that we need to, 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 to just kind of channel in on. But it only comes with studying. You cannot make or keep a man being a slave once he put knowledge in his head. Once that man becomes knowledgeable to certain things, you can never hold that person back. But for some odd reason uh, today, uh, the Europeans who had enslaved us have, uh, and I, I don't, I, I have some, some some friends that's Caucasian. I love them. But also I, I those ones that call my friends, they appreciate me studying and tell me if I know the truth to say the truth. And I don't. I didn't need them to acknowledge me by telling me to do it. I was going to do it anyway. But I appreciated them uh, and their influence to tell me 
to stand up for what I believe in. And I will always do that. I can never, I've seen politicians and many others sell their people out, but this is one brother that will refuse to, to bow down or sell his people out uh, to anyone for no price. I have something to say. I can be paid, but I won't be bought. You can pay me to do a job, but you can never buy me. I am not for sale. Now, when you look at your Bible, I told you about that, and there's a scripture, and it's in uh, it's in the book of Acts. It's in the book of Acts, and in the book of Acts, uh, I think it's twenty-one to twenty, twenty-first chapter. It talks about when the Romans had the Apostle Paul. And when they had the Apostle Paul, uh, what they did was uh, they were going to send him back to Rome to, to to try him. And when they were talking to, to Paul, they told him, I think it's 28 and 21 or 21 and 28, they told Paul they thought he was the Egyptian who led four or five, the three or four, 4,000 people in the wilderness, you know, like the, the go to war leadership. And I'm going like, now, I'm just learning that the Egyptian are the dark race of the people, black. But now you say Paul is one, but I already knew that the Hebrews were dark-skinned people with woolly hair. I already knew that. And if you ever could ask, the, ask Google and ask a picture of uh, the, the Israelites being taken to bondage to Assyria, and they had a, they got it on clay tablets. How do people look? You gonna see afros and everything else going in the body. Now that's what you're gonna see. But what you've been, what's been perpetrated upon us, have been simply uh, 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 Europeans have written, re, have written commentaries and other things that make us think that we're nothing and that we didn't do anything. And it's quite, quite, I'm quite aware that they know that they were the one who did less than anything and who were not what we call Christians today. Now, I know that most of us, we run and get the King James Version of your Bible and everything, and you can learn a lot from it. But it was King James who got Pope Nicholas VI to sign a referendum for slavery and to say it was okay to take a man and, and put him in servitude. And the Bible does not tell you to, that it's okay for slavery. Just go to the 21st chapter and read the 21st chapter of the book of Genesis, and it will tell you that a man was to be stoned if he bought or sold another man or kidnapped another man. He was to be bought or sold. And for just for the, the, uh, it, that, that word about, about uh, I was saying about uh, Apostle Paul, look at they told the Roman they thought he was the Egyptian. The Roman thought he was the Egyptian. That's in Acts the twenty-first chapter, verse twenty-eight. And um, so it, it's a lot of places, and there's no way in the Bible that a person was cursed to be black. But there is a place that a person would be uh, cursed to be uh, white. It's called the curse of Naaman, uh, and um, he was cursed to be uh, leper white. And then they say all his descendants, 
but nowhere in the Bible was there ever anyone that was cursed to be black. But now I'm, I'm now it's time for me to go to some of the things that we'd like to discuss. I talked to uh, uh, my past Pastor Williams, a great man, and he won't want me to answer some questions because a lot of people are asking these questions, but people are not really studying. Uh, we only just studied just some small groups of things and not a variety of things. I'm a person get off in Egyptology and uh, stolen legacy and philosophy and stolen Egyptian philosophies and legacies. And you can find a book by George G.M. James. Uh, but it's a lot of things that you could even just Google and it would tell you. So I'm going to uh, now ask... Uh, Pastor Williams, if there is some questions he would like me to answer for him and those who else would like me to answer some questions pertaining to what you would like, you know, what you want to know. Yes, sir. Uh, God bless you, Pastor. Thank you for such a powerful show so far. Uh, a lot of great information. But like we were talking earlier today, God bless everybody. Uh, Pastor Kim and I were talking and I brought up some questions to him about some topics that are being discussed and, and the separation and the division amongst the people about uh, when it comes to uh, uh, Christianity, uh, your spirituality. But, you know, a lot of people talk about uh, the, the Egyptian, the Egyptians, the, uh, the, the Egyptian religion or what, whatever it's called, no disrespect, but, but it, it's like, uh, you know, the, like the different crosses that are there. Uh, worshiping the kings and the queens and, and, and putting them above and, you know, different things like that that be discussed out here, you know, uh, amongst the communities and among some of the people. Uh, just that separation, though, Pastor. What about that? Oh, okay. I, I've uh, had, I've dealt with a lot of it myself, and I have some friends and some relatives that ask me those questions. Now, you have to understand where they're getting from. And at the same time, uh, first of all, okay, let me be just totally honest with you. The way Christianity is set up is Eurocentric. They have hidden so much from us about the Bible. Where did certain things come from? First of all, the Egyptians, uh, Moses was in Egypt. Abraham went to Egypt. Passing through Egypt. They were able to travel around. Egypt, Egypt was a modern, modern, modern civilization. Everybody else was, was as compared to Egypt other than around Syria, around that, that area. They had some things going on, but they were backwards, even in, in, in Europe. They, they, they weren't even thought about 5,000 years ago, okay? Those Colosseums came right before Christ. So uh, you need to understand exactly what, what transpired. Through teaching us certain things, they, they took certain things and made them to be bad, and they hid certain things from us. If you remember, if you read your Bible closely, Moses was raised Egyptian. He was educated. And if you are the king's son, you learn the art of war. 
you learn astrology, you learn spirit. The, the, they call the Egyptian mystery system, which is the all-seeing eye and the thing that that you know a, a lot of those uh, uh, Eastern-type religion groups, you know, even with the Masons and others, believe in this, okay? Even if you look at the opolis that we have in Washington, D.C., and on our money and everything, they, they use Egyptian thing. And now these are black people, but they make them look white because if they let their kids know it, it would drop them to a lower form. There's no way in the world that the Garden of Eden could have been just right around in the rock and have every animal, every insect in, in it. It would have had to have been in Africa. Africa, Africa, you could say America, you could say China, you could say Europe, and other whole continents other than Russia. You could set them inside of Africa, more than one, one, more than one country. I'm talking about the whole land of China, the whole land of America, the whole Canada. It's about five, five whole continents. You could set it inside of Africa, cover that much land. Now Russia cover a lot of land, but the land is on level. It's nothing but frozen land. Okay, now when you when you when what I'm trying to, to to get to you from is okay that the Egypt word for God is injura, okay, it's pronounced injura, and it is also used for Pharaoh. This but now this was a misrepresented by the Romans and tried to invade Italy. Said that. They heard, now listen at, what, at, at the name that the Romans and the Italians wanted to say. This is where the word nigger come from, okay? Said they heard the word and they started using the word nigger for the Egyptian God to refer to black people who, who were at the time all over Europe and came, you know, they came... And it became the British and the Latin misrepresentation of became for nigger. It come from injura, injura. That's what the Egyptian would call God, injura. Now, that's why I now to show you how low the Romans and the Latin people or the Greeks were, they used that term. To come up with a, a derogatory term, nigger. Now, this is not white. This is not black folk. This white folks even that 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 dictated these. Now, you know we have the cross, right? And the cross is good. Jesus died on the cross, but the cross symbol didn't come from there first. The cross first came from Egypt. The Egyptian cross, also known as the anchor, was originally an Egyptian hieroglyph used to represent the word for life. Okay? The intention this cross became primarily a symbol of life or immortality or eternity. Through the cross, what we get is eternal life. 
I told you Moses lived there. Moses was trained, and Moses told them a lot of things. Now, that Ankara, the early Coptic Christian used Ankara as a symbol of the cross. The early Coptic Christian, before it got to Rome and anything, they assembled the cross with the anchor with the loop, the cross with the loop on the top. Mm-hmm. It is said to be, it is said that the cross symbolic the origin of life. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. A lot of things came from you, black man. See, it's things that they won't tell us. I'm going to show you what they did with the, let me show you what, what the Europeans uh, did and only in America and Europe and America is like this. Uh, the N word, you know, it takes on a negative connotation. Injury is the ancient Egypt word for God. Netgar is the, now that's the comedic ancient Egypt. God is sacred. Negos, a Negros, is an Ethiopian meaning emperor. Nagasha in Ethiopia means emperor king. Nigger in Roman or Latin, N-I-G-E-R, in Roman or Latin term for black or Negro. Now, I just showed you Negro. Well, that's what they call uh, the Semitic people, which were, was who, who Abraham then was, Negro. And the Romans and the Latin wrote about them, and that meant black or Negro. Negre, uh, Negre is French for Negro or black. Negro is Spanish for black. Netzer, and now and you say it like Nazarene. Nazarene is a Hebrew woodward origin, and they use that term in applications. They use it. For the for in India and in Africa, the term means black, or it means to be original. You hear what I said? Nazarene, Hebrew. Mm-hmm. It's a root word to mean original. Jesus of Nazareth, Negaloka, is a uh, Indonesia. Is Negroid. Sudoroid, Negro, Australoid people in Asia, that's what they call them. Megaloka. And Endaba, that's Mende. And in the Congo, South Africa, it means wise people, king, a counselor. Everything with the N, it carries a high connotation. Angola. Manding, and that's N-G-O-L-A. Angola is a Manding Congo word that means king or lord. Nkusa, it means God and Zulu in South Africa. Ngosa, blessings in Igbo. It means Ngosa in the Igbo and the Nigerian word for blessing. Nyekaki, Nyamaki. Is God's gift, God's gift, and Achan and and in Ghana, these are things that 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 we don't we don't pick up. These are things that have that people don't write about. 
Now, these things, uh, all I have to do is go and do my research and come up with these things. But, see, we have heard, we only hear about slavery. We don't hear about what our people said or did. Now, some of the things used in the Bible, you have to understand that the children of Israel married Egyptians all through the Bible and Ethiopians all the way through the Bible. Moses was raised by that, and Moses was the one that started off with the first books, the first five books, which is called the Pentateuch. Okay, so he learned a lot. So some of the things he incorporated, watch this. Baptism originated in Egypt with the God, the, the God of Anubis, who baptized the God Osiris using water that ran under the temple which was considered to be associated with the, either the god Nun or Osiris and considered holy. That's where your baptism comes from. Okay, so when people say things, the children of Israel were not the first to practice it. Moses, too, the one brought it with him because it was a statue of holiness. God about told, see, you take what's good and you leave what's not. But people, if you don't really look for it. Now, they say the Hebrew people was the one, uh, was Abraham was told uh, to, to be circumcised, right? Abraham evidently and Moses evidently got it from Egypt. Where did the uh, circumcision originate? It originated in Egypt. Now, 500 years before Christ, Heroditus, Herodias, excuse me, Herodias wrote in the 5th century BCE, that's the before Christ's advent, uh, lists, first of all, the Egyptians being the oldest people to practice circumcision than the Cochin and the Egyptian. Cochin, that, that's dealing with Africa. The, uh, also, Later on, um, the Syrians, um, they also practiced uh, the circumcision culture. But even before that, circumcision really was ancient root among several ethnic groups in sub-equator Africa. And it's still performed today on boys as a transition uh, to warrior status to manhood. So it's, it's a lot of things that are in the Bible that really got its origin from Egypt. And so people are trying to downplay the Bible, but you have to understand that the very same people who wrote the Bible spent so much of their time in Egypt. And, and you know, the Bible says, out of Egypt I will bring my son. Moses was trained in Egypt. Joseph was the top man in Egypt for years. He met a center. She was the Egyptian. She bought him two child, Ephraim and Manasseh. Moses had plenty of kids by Zipporah. So let us not take this stuff that the Europeans are, are telling us, but let us study it's nothing wrong with that. The Coptic Christian, the Christian with Christianity, 
was in Egypt long before it was in, in, in Europe, called Coptic Christians. The Egyptian, the Egyptian, uh, the the Egyptian, uh, what you call him? Uh, what you call him? Eunuch. He was coming to to, to 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 praise God in the temple, and he was stopped. And he, he told him, he said, "Well, I, I don't." He asked him, "Did he know what he was reading?" He said, "He didn't know, but he was coming to worship." See, all this stuff had transpired many years before Romans, uh, uh, the the Latin uh, Romans. Uh, Things took over and just turned everything into what they wanted to be. So, but it's good that we learn so we can refute all of these things. It was not bad that it started that this shape of the cross came out of out of Egypt. Nothing wrong. With it. But when we try to make it there being something that it wasn't meant to be, because that was celebrating a, a king and making Osiris and other things. But it was a, a holy, uh, uh, it was sacred to do that for the baptism. It was sacred for circumcision. But you have to understand, the, 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 the most intellectual people came from Africa at that time. Uh, the, the, they, they hide their books, but now the Mason always talk about the Egyptian mystic system about the great builders and all these things that they they that that's been hid away because if they ever really come out they'll tell that who was the master builders of this world. They are black. Who was God chosen people? They were black. Where did mankind start from? They actually were black. And they know it. So what they've done was we have some people that study and when they grasp it and first find out, oh, the Egyptians did circumcision. The Africans were doing circumcision before the children of Israel. Oh, it goes back 5,000 years ago. That was before Abraham come on the scene. It goes like that. You know, they were doing it three to five, you know, so many years back, they were doing these things. You know, the children of Israel came out of slavery, what, about 34, 3,500 years ago? Well, it was like 1,400 years, so it was say 34, 35, 1,400 years before Christ. Okay, Moses was about 1,400 years before Christ, so about 34. So it's a lot of things that people are doing, but they're miseducated with what they're doing. There are things that have been hidden from us because they don't want you to know who you are and that what they believe in come from you. So in return, what they do is they make Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who came from around the Chaldees, who came from a hot climate, they made them white. They made Moses white. They made Joshua white. They made Aaron white. Now, listen at this. Melchizedek was paid tithe to, right? Melchizedek was a Canaanite. The Bible, now, the Bible dictionary just said he was black. That's who Abraham paid tithes to. 
And he said that he was a, a priest of the Most High God. So evidently, Melchizedek knew God more than Abraham. But God put him in this way. What I'm trying to say is a lot of the things that we're researching and that we're doing, it did come from somewhere else, but what? But whites are not going to give you credit. They're not going to teach, teach the whole thing because they're so busy trying to put blacks and others behind the eight ball, whereas, like, you didn't do anything, and they're the only one that did different things until they, 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 they're only hiding themselves because it's going to come out. And guess who books? Guess who wrote the books that is in? They wrote it. They exposed themselves, but they won't teach it in school. They know if they ever teach certain things in school, then their children will find out how little they very, very little they ever did for themselves and that they didn't do it and that other people discovered these places, not discover other people were in these places, other people invented it. All you have to do is find the Japanese, the Chinese, uh, the blacks, and the Native Americans. Do that and find out. Just take those full group of uh, uh, nationalities or uh, uh, ethnic groups and find out all the inventions they've done and created, and you'll find out that white folk did very, very little. It will make them seem to be the dumbest of the world. All you have to do is look it up. You can Google it, and they'll tell you. And long as they could have us with hocus-pocus religion and all this other stuff and have us believe in things that, that's not correct, they got us. But all the books are there. They, they're right there for us to do. Again, uh, uh, an educated person, you can't slave a person like that. A person with knowledge, you can't slave that person. Enslave them because that person knows what's going on. A person that's, that's, that's uninformed, that's why our children are killing each other. They're locking us up, sending us to prison right now because they're ill-informed. I'm a G. I'm a gangster. Man, make some money. Get that paper. Say like this. Say, get that money. Get that paper. Get a trade. Be an entrepreneur. You know? Uh, so... I would just like to just say, man, it's it's um, it's something. Is there any other question? You have another question you wanted to ask? I hope I I went through several things that people are are, are talking about. Are several things that do add up to uh, Africa and Egypt. That's biblical. The cross, baptism, circumcision, even the names. That was going to be my next question about the names and the and the and the, and the, uh, the 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 idol gods' names and the different names that are used and the, the sun and 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 not Yah but Ra it, it, different names. Family. Yeah, Ra. Yeah, okay, Ra. Yeah, Osiris and all those other yes, yes, Osiris and the sun god. There are many of them. I mean, but we don't worship them. We we don't worship right. them at uh the God now, you you know, uh, uh, what it is, the Greeks formulated so much from the Egyptians. You remember when Paul was on Mars here, 
And he was out, he looked on these pantheons, and he seen all these outer gods, right? Zenas, Isis, and all these uh, other, you know, uh, Aphrodites, and all these Roman gods and things, which the Catholic Church is really made up of. But anyway, uh, they saw all these outer gods, and Paul looked, and he seen this, 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 this pantheon just had, say, to the unknown god, no statue or nothing. Just to the unknown God. And Paul told him he wanted to tell him about the unknown God, that he created all the rest of those gods, okay? He's the creator. So what were you going with all those? So what, what the people did, they didn't have the knowledge that we have, that that uh, 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 being uh, monotheistic, meaning one God, uh, they believe, even the Native Americans, Sun, moon, God, rain, God, and things like that. And and what it is is they were worshiping the things that they saw that made crops grow. You know, uh, the moon and they were the sun, God, and, you know, the rays of the sun. And they had a lot of things that they worshiped that were, uh, and, and the reason they worshiped them because uh, they did not have the knowledge. And we have to, too, understand that God gave his knowledge to Hebrew people. He only dealt with one person and one group of people, and then he told Jesus, go ye, told the people what Jesus told them, and the Great Commission. He dealt with them all the way up until that time, just there. Okay, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Um, Jesus was passing through uh, 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 a place where, around Sodom, and he passed through, and a lady came and started following Jesus and asking Jesus to to hear her, her daughter, that her daughter was severely possessed. Some call it a Seropenician woman. Some call her Canaanite, which is pretty much the same area. And uh, when Jesus asked her that, she said, I will heal her daughter. Jesus was not to, uh, in that area of Sodom, they worship idol gods and stuff like that, but the lady evidently had heard about Jesus, and she was asking Jesus for help. But her daughter was severely possessed by demons. And Jesus said that, I come but for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He was telling her, right now, my, 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 my job is not to deal with you guys, but it's to deal only with the Israelites. Because that's why when he called Abraham, he was building a great nation to take the word of God about. Jesus told us that it is not lawful for me to give my children bread to little puppets, to dogs. And the lady was very profound. She said, even the little dogs get the bread that falls from the master's table. And she was saying that during that time, dogs would be in your house and the, the floor was almost like, like, like your the ground was almost like your floor and the dog be under the table and the crumb that fell out and the dog got a little something to eat. And she said, even the puppets get what fall from the master's table. And Jesus told her, her faith had made her well. The only other person that told that was to the centurion, that their faith had made them well. Asked them to go away. When they went away, they found that her daughter was here and the centurion daughter was here. They didn't bring them with them, but they just had that kind of faith in Jesus. But what I what I'm saying, all that to say is, uh, 
about about that that uh, a whole lot of these things that we're holding against other nationalities that chill up in Europe they worship all kind of God Venus uh, you hear them doing right now uh, uh, Greek mythology if you had college English like I was in honors English in college and we had to do write a whole lot of stuff and read about Greek mythology and stuff like that. Uh, and all these things, even with Shakespeare and all these other stuff that they had, a whole lot of mythological stuff dealing before Shakespeare. But uh, it wasn't until Jesus gave the Great Commission and he told his disciples, go ye therefore and teach all nations. And so that's when the word of God was to be spreaded all over to everybody. But he, he groomed the uh, a nationality of people which were black or Hebrews. And he groomed them to take the word out. That's why we're so zealous a person. That's why people, that's why if you catch blacks that's really on fire for the Lord, they're really on fire for the Lord. Okay, they're really on fire for the Lord. We are more spiritual than any other race of people on this earth. We can get in contact with ourselves. Amen. God bless you. Any other questions? Amen. I hope I'm answering it this Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and and I thank you for that. Going into details about that too, Pastor, because that's that's something that that needs to be understood. Uh, because a lot of things are getting uh, mixed up. A lot of people are being pulled away. I guess one last thing I want to bring up, and like I say, this is no disrespect to anyone. Uh, Pastor, why why so many believe more into uh the name of Allah and Islam, uh, you know, more now and how it's growing now amongst the, the younger people and, 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 and generations today. Misinformed. Not studying, not reading. Okay. If you read, you'll find out and see it's been lied that uh, Christianity is a white man religion, which is not. Uh, and uh, the people are going around saying they're Jews. You know, I, 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 I ask people to look up uh, uh, look up uh, Gamma Abdel Nasser's speech in 1952. And he tell you who the true Israelite was in Hebrews. He said, how can a man leave black and come back white? He said they could never accept those people over there because the true Hebrew or Israelites left black, but now you're putting white people over here on in the land. That's why the people don't accept them over there. They, they haven't been trained or told yet that the Arab people had so many slaves and they were killed. They were they were they were they were castrated make eunuchs out of the men, and they would have sex with the African women. They took away so many Africans from that eastern portion of Africa, and that's how how uh, the people in Africa wasn't just Muslim. They, they uh, for the last maybe about 700 years, because you have to understand, uh, Islam is not that old. Islam came came about seven hundred years after after Jesus. 
it's a thousand something years old. It might be 1,400 years old or more, a little more. That's it. I know it's not 17. I, it's somewhere in that area. But it came a good bit after Christ. Um, Mohammed, you know, he called himself a prophet. But if you look at a whole lot of it, uh, you know, you have to understand a whole lot of it came through Ishmael, which was the son of of Abraham and, and things. So it's a lot of stuff that's similar, but we, 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 we run into so much bad treatment from Europeans or whites. We've been lied to about them. We've been enslaved by them. And we haven't been enslaved by Arabs that on the continent that we live in. But if you would study about the Arab trade thing, you'll find out. You'll even find out that the indigenous Indians had over 4,000 slaves, especially one down in the south. You know, we'd be just as proud to them. Yeah, I got Indian in me. I think I got 1% or 2% Indian that, that uh, uh, <laughs> North American Indian in me, okay? And I, I know it through certain certain people in my family always said it, but when I took my uh, ancestry uh, thing, they came up. But, man, a whole lot of the Indian tribe, uh, other than the Seminole, with the Seminole was in, in, in Florida, a whole bunch of them uh, had slaves themselves, didn't want to get rid of them when they sent them to Oklahoma through the trails and tears, <laughs> and don't want to give them a part of the land, and, 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 and they, are, they are Native Americans. Uh, it, it, it's something, but uh, it's, it's, it's a lack of knowledge. We believe what we hear, and even even with with the with the Bible, and then uh, people are running people away from the church, telling them they could heal them, and all that, and they're laying hands on them, and uh, they're not getting healed, and it's not because of that, but uh, the apostles mainly was able to do it. Uh, about sickness, then they come back and they say the church stealing people money because they got people lying to them, pimping the churches. It got so much they're turning people away from the church. And then Islam uh, dealing with uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan, who I, I I I think about his political stance and his stance with people. I think very highly, but we have different theology. Now, um, he stand up for his people. We we don't have the black ministers that that they're all about money, and then those that don't have enough, that don't have no understanding, they'll tell you that you shouldn't talk about uh, the racial or the, the the things that's going on with us today. That shouldn't be in church. That's because white folks don't want you to talk about it because they know that's a place that you could get people together and some people can't do anything because they get money from it. And it's supposed to be a separation of church and state. So it, it's a lot going on right now. And the thing, a whole lot of them is, is just coming from being miseducated. It's things like you're doing right now. You're trying to feed the feed feed people. You're trying to feed them the true knowledge and get them to pick up the books and study. If they don't take heed, they'll fall for anything. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. That's the truth. So true. Thank you for that, Pastor. Uh, this has been a very powerful night, very informative. Uh, and I, I really appreciate this because it, it was definitely needed uh, because that's a topic I've been hearing being discussed. Uh, a lot of different people are going back and forth about the different, uh, about Islam, the Egyptians, and different things like that. So you brought a lot of light tonight. So thank you very much for that, sir. Uh, if there's you know, anyone on... may, I, may, may I say this right quick? Yes, sir. Uh, a whole lot of the Egyptians today are no more, no more than nomadic Arabs. They are not real. The real Egyptian, the real Egyptian were black. Now, the people that are Muslim, because they're nomadic Arabs, okay? All right. Now, you could, you could, you could open it up again. Amen. 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 If there's anyone on the line that would like to ask questions, Dr. Kemp, uh, if you didn't get already informed, uh, please uh, uh, ask questions, comment, make statements. The line is open to you now. Uh, God bless you. Good evening. You're on the air with Dr. Kemp. Well, I, I thank everybody that's on listening. I thank you for being here tonight. And those that are out there listening, uh, God bless you and thank you very much. All right, uh, Pastor, the mic is back to you, sir. Yeah, we thank God for tonight. And I, I, pray, I pray, excuse me, I pray that I was a blessing in some form to you guys that were listening. Uh, Pray that I was able to enlighten you on things about Egypt, things biblical, things about dealing with uh, anthropology, whether it's Australopithecus or Zanzantropy, or whether uh, Professor Gregor Mendo or the geneticists or whatever. We're dealing with the origin of man, uh, places in the Bible, and and the color of, of the people. I pray that I was able to show you certain things that have been whitewashed under by the Europeans. And yes, a lot of things have, and we don't have enough people to teach against it. We've been misinformed and different things. I've had people uh, the other day was to tell me about the Southern Baptists and, the, like, and take up for the Catholic Church. Yeah, the Southern Baptists was into it, but the Catholics started the slave trade. But he was misinformed. Amen. So, again, I thank each and every one for tuning in tonight. And I want to say this. I say it every time I, I, I'm on air that I would like to just say thank you to Reverend William for putting this show on because he have a love for his people. He have a calling to 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 be for be to stand for his people. So I ask that you would continue to tune in. Man, he's a true man that's after God's own heart. He's like David, man after God's own heart. And so I pray that you would uh, tell somebody about Pastor William, this guy with the different ministries who really making sure his people are being fed. God bless you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you, Lord, for everything have been said, everything have been done. We thank you, Lord, for what you've done in our lives in the past, the things you're going to do in the future, and things you're doing right now for us, Lord. Oh, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. 
Now, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would continue to protect us. And, Lord, we ask for your protection from seen and unseen danger. Protect us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Bless our children, grandchildren, mother, father, sister, and brother. Church that's open and preaching and teaching your holy word. Oh, we thank you. And all the false prophets and all these other things, let us do what Timothy told the church, to study to show ourselves approved unto you, that a workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Now, Lord, we ask, Lord, that if we've done anything, if we're sinned by omission or commission, that you would forgive us and please, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, we thank you. And as we prepare to leave this radio station, Lord, we pray we never leave far from your presence. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. And God, children, said amen. And God, strengthen us as we go through this pandemic and the Delta variant. God bless everyone. I love everybody, black, white, rich, or poor, and there's never nothing you could do about it. God Amen. bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. God bless you, Pastor. We love you. Thank everybody for being here tonight. Don't forget, 7.30 p.m. tomorrow evening, Central Standard Time, it's the P31 ladies. Join the ladies as they come together and have a conversation. That's tomorrow evening. Break your chains, the P31 ladies. Have a blessed night. My people, I love you We're a family Yeah, you and me We'll make through it out No matter what the cost We're a family Yeah, you and me We'll make it through the pain, the rain And all the trouble by Living happily, happily. but you hurt me. Why not work for peace? Why not work for peace? Lion from Zion, I am a king. And you're a queen. We'll make it through it all. No matter what the cost, we're family. Yeah, you and me. We'll make it through the pain. Word to say, have a beautiful place to kiss, to run, yeah, you and me.
Thank you for taking a listen this evening. You've been listening to History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp right here on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Heard every Tuesday right here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. YAT Radio logs on to leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence, teaching you about who you are and whose you are. It's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday on YAT Radio, where we are breaking chains. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.